0: Welcome to the Launch with Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach to launching. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers combined with the more practical aspects of launching like systems, workflows, planning, and tech. I'm your host, Laura from Laura in Order, systems queen, cycle awareness coach, and lover of launches. My mission is to show you that launching can be fun and easy. That you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm, and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Launch With Flow podcast. Do you normally get to the end of your launches and stop? I mean, the hard work is done, right? But what if I told you that the success of your launches doesn't actually come from what you do during your launch, but it comes from what you do between your launches and as you prepare for your next launch. Now, of course, I'm not suggesting that you get to the end of your launch and you jump straight into the next thing. I most definitely believe in taking some downtime, taking some time to rest, taking some time to review and celebrate. But if you use the time between your launches to your advantage, your launch results are almost guaranteed to increase next time round. So in today's episode, I'm going to take you through six key things that you can do between your launches to support setting up your next launch for success. Number one, be visible. You ever notice those people who have a big launch and then they disappear for months on end? You don't see them around on social media, you don't get any emails from them, and then all of a sudden, they seem to be back stalking you across your newsfeed, clogging up your inbox, and you can tell that they're back in launch mode. Please don't be that person. No one wants to be that person. People don't really like those kind of people. So stay visible, continue to nurture and build relationships with your community on social media and your email list or if you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, continue to show up. Sure, you might be a little quieter on social media than you are when you're in launch mode, but don't let people forget who you are. Otherwise you risk one, pissing people off when you go back into the launch mode next time round, or you're starting from scratch to build your audience because people have forgotten who the heck you are and what you do. So stay visible between your launches. Tip number two. Create consistent content. Now, we know that one of the biggest things that we can do as business owners to grow our brand, to nurture our community is to show up consistently and provide value. So make it a priority to continue to create and publish content regularly, whether that's blogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, Instagram Reels, social media posts, whatever it is for you. Have a content creation system that lets you batch create when you're feeling really inspired, really motivated, and then release that content out on a regular schedule. Now, if you have listened to the previous episodes all about working in alignment with your cycle, you might find that when you are in your luteal phase, you'll have a period of a couple of days where you just get all of this inspiration and download for ideas. You can create a list, do something with that. And then when you are in your follicular and ovulation phases, you can go away and record those podcasts or create those videos, whatever it is for you. Use your cycle to help you with that consistency. The key here is to continue to give your audience and your community so much value that it's an absolute no brainer for them to purchase next time you open your doors for your launch. Tip number three. Grow your fan base. Between your launches is one of the best times to focus on growing your community of raving fans. Because if you keep launching the same things to the same group of people over time, pretty soon you're probably gonna run out of people who are interested in purchasing. So between your launches is a great time to get out there and get visible. Focus on ways that you can reach new people, get exposure to different audiences, Maybe that's jumping on Clubhouse, maybe that's making sure you're using Pinterest to get people into your content. Maybe it's Instagram Reels, which of course at the time of recording this are supposedly the big thing for getting exposure and reach. Maybe it's appearing on other people's podcasts or YouTube channels or doing interviews on Facebook. Maybe it's participating in online summits. Look for ways that you can get reach beyond your current audience. Maybe it's partnering with other people so you can get that exposure and bring people into your community. And once you've done that, you can promote your evergreen freebies, get people onto your mailing list and allow them to get to know you and to create that connection and start to build that relationship before you even try to start selling them something. Tip number four, keep talking about what you do and how you serve clients. Just because the doors to your course or your program or your mastermind are closed doesn't mean it needs to be the world's best-kept secret. Keep talking about what you do. Let people know how you help people. Mention it in your blogs or your podcasts. Talk about it on Facebook Lives or Instagram stories. Let people know what the next steps are so that if they are following you and they're feeling really excited and interested and wanting to work with you, they know what the next logical step is. Even if the doors aren't open yet, they'll be primed and ready once you begin to start your next launch. One of the strategies that I've been using, and I've seen it work really well with a lot of my clients as well, is creating a waitlist. So between your launches when the doors aren't open, if people aren't able to come in at any point in time into your course or your program, have a waitlist that they can sign up to. They can be the first to know when your next launch starts, perhaps you might offer them a nice little juicy waitlist discount or a nice little bonus just to thank them for getting on the waitlist. But keep talking about what you do and how you help people. Just because that offer might not be currently available doesn't mean people aren't interested or don't want to know what the next step is. Keep talking about it. Number five, review your last launch. Do you take time after your launches to review what worked and what didn't? If you don't, then I highly recommend you make it a priority before you start planning out your next launch. When you take the time to stop and reflect and look at what worked really well, maybe what didn't work so well, maybe what ideas or thoughts or inspiration you have for your next launch and start to look at how it all came together You know what to double down on next time. You know what worked, so let's do more of that. You also know what mistakes to not make next time or what strategies you might have tried with this launch that didn't work that you need to tweak or let go of for your next launch. So take that time to review your launch. Knowing what works and what doesn't is going to be the key thing that helps you improve and scale your launches as you continue to launch again and again and again. And tip number six, plan your next launch. Once you've taken the time to review, running your next launch is going to be so much easier if you take what you learnt, map out a plan for your next launch, and take the time to get really organized. The more that you can have prepared, organized, ready to go in your pre-launch phase, the easier it is going to be for you when you move into your launch. You're going to have more energy. You can focus on showing up and making sales and doing the things that really require your time and attention. Planning and getting organized are two of the biggest keys to launching success. And if you have been one of those people who doesn't necessarily like planning, maybe you consider yourself to be more of a free spirit or you feel like creating a plan for your launch is going to lock you down and restrict you. I suggest you go back and listen to episode four of the podcast. In that episode, I talk about how I frame planning a launch because planning is about supporting yourself to be really intentional with your time and your energy, focusing on the right things that are going to take you towards your launch goals and taking aligned action each and every day so you're working on the right things that really matter for this launch rather than faffing about behind the scenes and doing all of these things that you don't need to do. You're focused, you're really clear on what it is you need to do and what you need to do to get to your launch goals. So if you're one of these people who doesn't like planning, go back and take a listen to episode four. So there we have it. That was the six key steps that I recommend that you take between your launches. So a quick recap. Number one was keep being visible. Don't be that person who disappears and then all of a sudden appears out of nowhere next launch. Number two, continue to create consistent content. Show up, give value, nurture your community. Number three was growing your fan base. So looking at ways that you can get visible, get exposure in front of new audiences and welcome more people into your community. Number four, keep talking about what it is that you do. It doesn't need to be a big secret. Number five, review your last launch so you know what worked and what didn't and what to double down on next time. And number six, plan out your launch. As I said, the more that you can plan and get organized before your launch starts, the easier and flowier your launch is going to feel. So there we have it. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I would love to know what insights you got from this. What are some of the things that maybe you haven't done in the past that you're going to do in your next launch or before your next launch? Share it to your Instagram stories, tag me and let me know. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Worth Flow podcast. If you got value from this episode, I would be so grateful if you could share it with your friends or leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for helping me spread the word. See you on the next episode.